Hey, Thrive fam, CJ and Angie here. You're probably wondering who CJ, or maybe you're wondering who's Angie, depending on what podcast you're listening to. But nevertheless, I'm CJ and you're Angie. I'm Angie. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we are who we are. We are. But yes, some of you listen to the Thrive Women's Podcast and mm-hmm. you know me. Some of you listen to Brad and CJ's podcast, our Thrive Leadership Podcast and know CJ, but we are joining forces this week for a really special reason. It is special. We A lot of people don't realize, but Thrive is vast. We've got all the conferences, which most, most people know about. They don't really know that there's a big Thrive school, and they're not always aware that there's an amazing music kind of group and department and band, Thrive Worship, which is a signed uh, band, right? And they're mm-hmm. releasing a new single today. And the best news is we're not in that band. So don't worry, everybody. (laughs) We have friends that are much better at music. Uh, But yeah, today's a really special day because they're releasing a new single, There Is a Hope, just in time for Easter. And we had a chance this week to sit down with our friends who really are. They are are good friends in real life. And we get to work with them just to uh, talk about the song a little bit more. Yeah, and Andrew, we covered this in the interview, so I'm excited for people to get to hear this because not only are these guys, you know, practitioners and that they're working in actual the local church, they're actually running church every single week. They're, you know, parents and great people all around, but they're releasing an album in arguably one of the strangest times that we've had uh, in a long, long time with COVID and all the stuff happening in our country. So they dive into that. And and I think was kind of a vulnerable interview, which I really appreciate from them. So I'm really looking forward to, for people to, to, to hear this interview. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even for us, as we all started regathering, even for staff meeting, they started playing new songs. And I think even our staff was like, oh, wow. This is great. So it was really cool to hear how that came about for them and just what this year was like as well. So I don't know. Should we get to the convo? Let's jump right into the interview. All right. So here's our conversation with Thrive Worship. And then at the end, we will make sure you get a chance to hear their new single, There is a Hope, but you can also find it today wherever you listen to music. So here's our conversation with Thrive Worship. All right. I'm so excited. Today we get to hang out with uh, some of my favorite people. I don't know if they're your favorite people, are they? I mean, they're top let's 10. Say, let's have this conversation <laughs> while they're here. Top 10 for sure. <laughs> so we are uh, in our little studio with the Thrive Worship team Woo-woo. and the band. Do you guys go by band? I don't even know anymore. Sure. Here's, here's, here's why I like this conversation. It's like the Beatles. Right? First things first. Here's why I like this conversation. It's like the Beatles. I, I feel like I know the Beatles. But like I, I knew him when they were like young, you know, like Dang. hypothetically CJ. working at Jamba Juice, like hypothetically just yeah, coming into the game. Hypothetically. <laughs> Actually, so I love love you guys. Uh, it's been cool to watch you guys just grow as humans, grow in your craft. And then Angie, we've we've been working together forever, so this is kind of fun. We get to just do this. It is. I think it's almost been twelve years. Has it? Wow. Yeah, Man. I was counting today. And you've never congratulated me on any surviving it year anniversary of working with me thing. Like not a chocolate, <laughs> not a card, no, not water. Real talk though. I mean, that's not for this conversation, but some of my most stressful and best 
leadership moments were because of you. Oh, no. <laughs> I got a few of those stories. You do, too? I know. Yeah. It's good. It's and good. we digress. Let's keep moving. Let's talk about yes. the music. I'm but here kidding. we are now. That's awesome. So, you guys, thanks for being in the studio with us. Thanks for having yeah. us. Yeah. Thanks for It's kind of a fun topic today because, like, mm-hmm. you guys just released a new project, right? You have a project. You have a song out. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, give us the lowdown. What's, what's going on with that? Yeah. So, uh, singles out. Uh, there's a hope really really excited about it it's kind of like like truthfully this one came together really last minute like yeah. it was one of those like wrote the song like hey there's something here call the label and it just started like the snowball just started rolling like mm. almost too fast <laughs> it kind of got to that point <laughs> where we're like oh th- we're this is coming out like we're doing yeah. this so yeah uh but honestly like yeah i mean i think it was just one of those songs where um in the room you just knew god was moving um and it, you know, I, th- I think the, the reason why is, is the lyrical content and it. it's, it's got this amazing, um, kind of thought of going, Hey, no matter where you're at in your walk near or far from God, you aren't, you're never too far from, from what God has for you. And, uh, there's a lot of hope in that, in that thought. And so, yeah, I just kind of felt like leading into Easter, like, dude, we should capitalize. I love it. Mm-hmm. So when you guys say fast, you said this came, you, you said this came together fast, like, <laughs> fast like how fast i mean like are you at home you just take a pen and you like the words just come fast or like like what what does this mean yeah week fast a month it was two weeks honestly from the time we wrote it to the time i turned in the the final okay so it's crazy that is crazy yeah i mean i remember i mean we our church has been regathering on the weekends which is great so we've got a bunch of campuses all over Northern California and you guys started leading this song on weekends and yep. you could tell, I think when we sing a new song, everyone's always curious, is this one they wrote or is this one that we're singing <laughs> from another crew or yeah. another church? So I even remember a staff meeting, you guys led it and some of our friends on Zoom were like texting each other, who sings this song? Like, I want to find, it. I can't find it anywhere. And then we all started realizing <laughs> it was one you guys wrote. Mm. What's that? I mean, what was that process like to go mm. when you go, Hey, I think I have something here. How do you get the crew together and get mm. it to a place where you're leading it on a weekend? Yeah. Mm. That was a, a lot of questions. I know. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I packed too many. <laughs> what did that process look like for you guys for this song? I mean, so, um, it's maybe not as glamorous as as it as it may as oh, maybe. Oh, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, I love writing with these guys, and um, I think the last one that we actually wrote together was a thousand more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we had originally um, written this. Uh, it's called like the Giving Tree or yeah. something about the cross that we were uh, wanting to finish for mm-hmm. ages. And um, still so need to finish it. Still need to finish it, actually. <laughs> Speaking of. We got yeah. together and I, like like Corbin said, like less than a month ago, we're like, let's finish this song. If we can finish it, it would be perfect for Easter. Yeah. Um, not thinking single, not thinking anything, just kind of thinking it was a great message, great song. We mm-hmm. wanted to get it done. Yeah. We worked on it for, what, 30 minutes? And we are like, nope, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> should we start on something new, but should it still be hmm. like Easter? And I think we took the heart of the original song and just did something new and fresh. And it just, honestly, it just came out. And yeah. that actually doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But for whatever reason, a thousand more and this one just came out. Well, I think it's like, it's funny you bring that up because I feel like 
the thought as I was thinking, going back to like what this writing session was like is, and what I love about writing with you guys is it feels like both in the Thousand More session and in this There's a Hope session, it's like this just willingness to let the spirit of God just take over and mm -hmm. go like, we're, we have this thought, but then God's like, actually, I feel like we need to be doing this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so just this willingness to go through that, like almost like this, like we have to give birth to this song and to go through like the pains of like mm -hmm. putting this thing together. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. And I, and I think it's, you know, hopefully whenever we write a song, we're excited to do it. Yeah. But I also think it's like kind of this knowledge with this one that it's like, I feel like this is for this season. Like yeah. We need to, yeah. we need to sing it sooner rather than later. Right. Yeah. yeah, and um, so I feel like that was there's a little bit of that feeling like when we mm -hmm. first did it on stage, Holy. of just going like it feels like it's it's for now. Yeah, you know? it it brings up a point for me like this season was like especially challenging. You know, I would imagine like every project you're not only just trying to like write, but you guys are bringing whatever's happening personally in your lives, yeah. whether you want to or not, <laughs> yeah. into those <laughs> sessions, right? And yeah. collectively as like a world. There's just a lot going on with COVID and a lot of tensions happening in our country. Was Did that affect you guys at all? Was that something you guys had to like work through this time around? Did it affect us? <laughs> <laughs> what? It's like saying, is water, is water wet? <laughs> yes, right. it absolutely yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. You guys can speak in um, um, real quick. This year has somehow felt worse than 2020. Like mm. I feel like it's been the aftermath of a kind of a devastating year yeah. so at least for me in a nutshell not to be cliche I needed to remind myself of all the things that are true because the circumstances were very much suggesting otherwise you know yeah. suggesting that maybe God wasn't in control or maybe you know there um Maybe there's a loophole that, you know, that I somehow, you know, there's there's a crack in the theology <laughs> that I fell through, you know. Um, I don't know. I just, I feel like this for me was like the reminder that, no, there is something greater than mm. even my current circumstances. Even when I'm still in it, you know, I can still have hope. So message for yourself. Message for myself. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I feel like every... Every song has to, you know, every team, every ministry first has to be a ministry unto itself. Mm. Like I don't know that it can be terribly true or I can be true for somebody else if it hasn't been true for me first. Right. Wow, that's know? good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, we were, we were talking earlier, like just this idea of like one of the lines that we repeat in the song is just I'm, I'm never too far gone and just going how many days in this pandemic and even now have I needed to sing that mm. to myself yeah. and just remind myself that even if I've messed up along the way or, or like made mistakes along the way or if I've walked through really hard things that that can still ring true yeah and if I can I think if we find common ground in that then it's probably something that a lot of people could be encouraged by sure mm. yeah I mean that's that's totally it like it's uh, I think sometimes you you know a song is has got something to it because you're feeling it, like you're feeling every lyric right. that you're singing. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's the same th reason why like everyone loves Taylor Swift, right? Like we've all been in that breakup or whatever it is when when you hear her her music. <laughs> and so I think yeah, just like for for this song as we were going through these lines and like Charmaine and I were talking earlier and um, that line, if he rose again, then so will I. Mm -hmm. And the chorus mm -hmm. is like, dude, like there is a lot of like 
meat to that. And it's like a very lofty thought, but really when you break it down, it's like, dude, that's just our, our gospel story. Right. That's, that's the right. truth that we have. Like, yeah. like we do get to resurrect because Christ resurrected. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I just think that's like, there's a lot of, of, um, like emotion behind the lyrics in this one. And I think you're, it's, it's why it's resonating in our church, but also resonating for us personally. Yeah. Mm. Makes a lot of sense. I think I'm ready for that Taylor Swift shake it off song right now. <laughs> that was like my Speaking 2021. Speaking of healing day. lyrics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I saw you in your car. You were just, you were doing the whole like, little thing. I do love Taylor Swift. That's amazing. I was do. thinking yeah. too, like, I mean, I think in general art is so healing for mm. people. Yeah. And it's yeah. healing if you're someone that it can create art. Or I mean, we all to an extent need to create something to help ourselves think, get outside of ourselves, express what we're feeling, all those mm. truths. Mm. Also, I think there's probably people listening that are like, are you kidding me? I can't imagine writing a song during a pandemic. Like I was just trying to convince (laughs) myself to get out of my house or get off the couch or like, did that affect the creative process for you? Or do you Mm -hmm. feel like it spurred it on somehow? You know, it's funny. So probably different times. Yeah. Well, as different times is actually, I was going to say like, uh, I, I would say at the beginning of the pandemic, when we're all starting to like okay we're we're here for a minute like, <laughs> yeah. what are we gonna do and you know you're you're already going to every meeting in your sweats yeah <laughs> and so that carried into our writing sessions because you're on zoom for everything and so i did find myself a couple times uh this summer uh summer 2020 going like dude how weird is this that i'm sitting here at like you know maybe i'm and i did a couple writes with people in the uk mm-hmm. and i'm writing at like 7 a.m in my sweats got like my six month old daughter, like crying in the background, just going like, this is not what I imagined when I yeah. like, saw myself, like, you know, being the signed to a record deal. And like, yeah. this is a little different, right. um, you know, and then obviously not touring at all. And um, yeah, so I think it, it made, at least for me, it forced me to go to a, a new space of creativity and kind of go like, sometimes we're most creative when we have like a really clear cut, mm-hmm. like boundary. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was not only not a boundary, but like you had to reinvent everything, mm-hmm. um, with the way that we were putting things out. And so it was, it was really hard to even kind of get the creative wheels turning again, because you're, it's like, dude, everything that we're doing right now is we're going to have to take new ground. We don't have an option. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I think it like, it, it's, it's actually a mentality, I think probably for you guys too, um, that's carried into what we're hoping to do with this next project. Yeah. Um, which is like, yeah, you know what? The game's changed and we're, we're not going to settle for what we've done in the past or, or even what like, uh, other people are doing. We're going to go, what is God asking? What is, yeah. the, what is he telling our church? Mm. Like, that's what it's all about for us anyways. Is like, what are these church, are these church songs? Um, yeah. Yeah, and then like, what is it that we're taking new ground on? Mm. Yeah. Do you guys have a sense like that this song is kind of a hint toward a larger theme with the project, or even a message or a theme for this church or churches? Mm. Has has something started to emerge for you guys as you as you've walked through this project at all? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd say so. I think there's. Uh, we've been chatting a little bit about this and, and just not really sure where this conversation is leading, but we do think there's something to it. Um, it seems like a lot of the songs we're writing right now have uh, a center around the presence of God. Um, and in fact, I was talking with um, Andrew, one of our campus pastors here at Granite Bay, and 
And he, he, he and I had this conversation about Revelation 4. And it was kind of funny. You're like, oh, it's like, seems like the world's ending these days. Anyways, right. might as well talk <laughs> about Revelation. Uh, no, but what was really interesting is it, Revelation 4 has got this kind of crazy juxtaposition between um, God being able to sit on his throne for eternity. And all he needs is for people to praise him. That's He could do that for the rest of eternity and that'd be good. However... He still chooses to come and hear uh, his people cry for help and when they're crying holy. And it talks about all these heavenly beings and it's kind of, you know, it's a little wild reading through Revelation. But what we, we tried to unpack from that that um, passage was like, dude, there's really like this Venn diagram that we exist somewhere in the middle of between praises and prayers. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we've just been kind of talking like, what does it look like for our church uh, to really grasp onto the presence of God in this season? Mm-hmm. I think one of the things too, even going back to that question you asked CJ about just the pandemic and what is that, what kind of stimulus does that create for a creative response Mm -hmm. is I feel like, you know, pre COVID trying to go like, what do I need? What do I want out of church, out of my relationship with God? And it's funny how revealing I think this past year has been for all of us strips away like so much of, you know, what we thought we we needed or (laughs) wanted or how we do church. And I feel like some of that, I feel like it's coming out in our writing of just going like, mm. I actually don't need so many mm. things I thought I did. I wow. just need like a moment yeah. of God's mm. presence, mm. you know? And I think that's where we mm. we get in a, in a true place of worship when mm. we're just like, we're in his presence. And so I feel like there's a hunger, you know, mm. in what we're writing and, mm-hmm. but also like a simplification of like, and even, even what you're saying, like it's the gospel message, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and we can, we can box it up different ways, but man, we just, we need Jesus and yeah. we need like, we need the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and we just need, we need those spaces. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I think like, I know that's, that's a hunger for our team is like, how do we mm-hmm. just, you know, create language and create moments that we can, we ourselves have an encounter with God, but then also just invite people into a deeper place yeah. of encounter, you know? Mm. He said this so situation, good. like with COVID, it, it, to, to your point, I, and maybe you guys can expand on this because I think it's such an important point. It's so easy to be in a life where you're just like, everything's in addition. Mm-hmm. M- more work, a new task, family's yeah. growing, whatever it is, right? Like we're, we're <laughs> always adding, but that really resonates with me how this, this season in many ways has been about a subtraction yeah. and getting back to just like core elements, whether even if it's just like, redefining or reworking relate core relationships in your life, right? Yeah. Like, or your relationship with God or whatever it is and how mm-hmm. important that is because we can just be like constantly accumulating stuff. And yeah. Yeah. next thing you know, you're, you're, you're really not more fulfilled. You're just more like carrying a bunch, bunch more stuff, you know, yeah. what I mean? yeah. <laughs> like, trying to maintain. Yeah, yeah busy. True. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. did, w- was that something you guys felt like across the board? I mean, is that, is that mm-hmm. kind of, throwing you on the spot with that one. Maybe it's somewhat personal, but that just super resonates with me. Yeah. I mean, I, I think for me, for sure, it's like <laughs> those first few weeks of this thing, man, yeah. like you're going 90, hundred hour weeks just to like, right. Figure out how to redo church. Like, you, like you're rethinking right. everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think naturally there's that, like, uh, <laughs> you lose sight of maybe some other goals and dreams mm-hmm. in the midst of tasks. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time for me, I think it also like sometimes in those chaotic seasons, you also like maybe it's because your brain stimulated more or whatever, but like sometimes you do 
come up with the crazier ideas and the, yeah. Yeah, the more yeah. dreaming starts to happen, yeah. you know? So yeah. it's definitely a few moments for me that I felt like that happened, but yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. So with this song specifically, is there a line or image that you resonate with more? Like when you lead it on a weekend, when mm -hmm. you're all of you lead every weekend, mm -hmm. is there a piece of it that is really speaking to you personally going into Easter? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll share mine. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you both have something. Um, actually, Corbin and I have talked about this a bit. We're both um, doomsday people, I feel like. Um, oh, you don't, <laughs> oh, think, you don't think I got my supplies? <laughs> <laughs> wait, a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. Uh, Maybe it's just an artist thing, actually. Yeah. Um, I know where, where to go if I run out of toilet paper. Are, you, are you stockpiling ammo, water, yeah. and batons? Like, well, what's, what's the extent of our Honestly, it's... Yeah. Yeah. It's happening. Gonna, do you have a bunker? I just want to know. Charmaine, this interview stops right now. Do no. you have a bunker? No, I don't. That'd no, be pretty okay. cool. Yeah. But if I did, it'd be full of plants. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah. It's true. It's true. We would have nothing to eat, but it would look pretty. Yeah. 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 Nothing practical. Yeah. Just, yeah. just pretty. Um, no, I and I tend to be like, um, yeah, like everything I think of the worst case scenario. And, um, and I struggle with that on a daily basis. Like mm. I struggle with really the, what I'm fearing. And I know this is such a, it's such a, uh, in conflict, it's direct conflict with my faith, but I fear death, you know, and or I fear the mm. pain of it. And I fear that something will happen to my son, to my husband, to mm. me, how that will affect them or to my parents or to my family, my friends, like, there's a definitely, I think in general, humanity has this kind of trauma with death. I think hence the reason why we're, we're so keen on holding on to every bit of life that we possibly can, you know, mm. prolonging it, um, you know, whatever that means, if it means super healthy exercise, uh, fill in your life with as much as you possibly can. We don't have that much time. Yeah. So we create cars and airplanes and, and time is of the time is like more precious than money, you mm. know, or mm. vice versa. So it's this really kind of unhealthy, um, state of living state of being, you know, and, and of course I'm going to wrestle with that. And on top of the fact, I'm just, you know, scared of everything generally, you know. Um, so the line, all that to say, the line that gives me encouragement is what Tay was saying before, if he rose again, then so will I, you know. Mm. If he has conquered the thing that I'm afraid of uh, at the core, mm. you know, if, if something were to happen to my little boy and... Um, but he conquered the grave, that means I will see him again. Mm. You know, um, that death is not is not the final word. You know, it's 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 essentially his love wow. that has that has the final word yeah. and that has you know broken the power of death. So for me, then then that means if the worst were to happen, <laughs> you know, then anything else that happens that isn't the worst is still going to be okay, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, if the worst has been taken care of, mm -hmm. you know. Wow. So, um, so that's hopeful for me. I hold on to that hmm. almost daily. Yeah. yeah. That's great. That's really good. Top that, boys. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. What do you guys got? <laughs> so I have this old song. That I... <laughs> let's talk. <laughs> well, let's hear it. No. You know what? I think 
I'll I'll get mine out of the way because Taylor will have something profound to say. Um, <laughs> what? COVID. He, so, just, he just texted his wife. He's <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's phoning it. What's my wife? Yeah. That's true. Though. There's a lot of truth to that. Usually, my wife is the one behind <laughs> oh, most of yeah. my good comments. So. <laughs> um, no, I think for for me, there's probably actually a couple lines in it. Um, the, the first one, I think, is probably more on the personal side. Is um, you know, if the son of God is standing in my corner, mm-hmm. I'm never too far gone. It's really easy for me because I, let's just remain alluded to it too. I think it's, it's easy for me to, uh, tell myself stories, create narratives that aren't true. Like mm-hmm. it's, I'm get really like yep. caught up in feelings over facts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. facts are always the fear, truth, fear but, but yeah, fear over facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. So I think like, uh, whatever scenario I might be like, bothered by or frustrated with or afraid of it's really good to like have a line in a song that you feel like you can like speak to yourself and sing to yourself like the son of god is standing in my corner scripture tells it left and right Mm -hmm. you know in the scripture saying he stands in the corner of the righteous right and like we've been called righteous because of this this gift that that charmaine's referring to and so i don't know i just think that for me that's like it's like a little battle cry to be able to say like, you know what? I got this because I'm not actually fighting this battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got God in my corner. And you, you know, the cool thing is like worship is such a tool for that. Yeah. Um, you guys know my story. Like I've had so much, uh, so a, a large battle with anxiety over the years. Um, and really fortunate to not be dealing with that near mm-hmm. to the level that I was. Um, but I think in those seasons, like some of the, the moments where it was really grim, like worship was one of the, yeah. the few things that was kind of the catalyst um, to at least get to par, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think like having a line like that, I know it's, I know it's great for me, but I think there's also uh, a level of it that I go, I love watching someone else's reaction to it. Hmm. Like even when you get to the bridge and it's like, like we have been chosen, the cross is spoken. You just, you, come on. <laughs> there's just something really cool yeah. about, uh, mm seeing a lyric that, you know, is resonating with you also resonate with someone else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's really good, man. Um, yeah. I feel like for me, so one of the verses we were looking at, uh, is Psalm 42 and it said, so then my soul, why would you be depressed? Mm-hmm. Why would you sink into despair? Mm-hmm. Just keep hoping and waiting on God, your savior. And so I think for me, it's like, it's that never too far gone there. <clears throat> and specifically, the first couple of verses, I think one of the things that I like about this song is it, it begins almost introspective, you know, and you're sitting there and it's, oh, my soul, don't be discouraged. And it's like this, like this biblical thing that we see modeled of like speaking to your own soul. Mm-hmm. And I think so many of us need those reminders. So like the two lines that stick out for me are, um, if I've lost my way, he's right beside mm-hmm. me. And I think we all feel like we've lost our way a little bit this year or just in life. That's, that is life. And then um, all my worst mistakes are covered in his grace. And so I feel like, you know, that's the cool thing about God is it's something different that I feel like he's highlighting for me every time. Um, but I just think like, you know, that's the lie that I think so many of us have bought is like, you're disqualified because you've lost your way. Or like yeah. you're disqualified because you've messed up something, you know, and just like, man, that's just, that's why Jesus came is so that would not be true. Right. And we're, we're covered by what he's done for us. Yeah. And then that leads you to this place where you just go, I can declare that there's hope. That's good. I can declare that there's light mm-hmm. and um, it's all because of Jesus. So I don't know. I, I feel like going from the personal to the 
to the declarative is is kind of yeah. what gets me on this one. I think there's like a bonus line in there for me that didn't make it into the song, um, <laughs> but it was it was actually shake like, it off, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. That's <laughs> that line. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was trying to get that one in. We're just saying, like, eh, come on, guys. Like different tone, this guys. one's gonna hit. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, no, I think, you know, obviously, like, in the in the songwriting process, there's always, like, version one, version two, version three, yeah, version final, dot four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Use this one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, no, there's a lot. There was a line in there that was, um, don't believe the lies you've been sold. And I think, um, to, like, what Taylor's saying there, it's just uh, reminding ourselves, like, in a, in a world currently that's, like, you don't, it's hard to know what to believe. Like, we do still have, like, a, a, uh, a guide it's we have a guidebook still and that's the scripture and so mm-hmm. just reminding ourselves of the truths that god has um laid out for us is i, I felt like that line was pretty cool i'm i'm glad it didn't i'm glad the way this, this song turned out the way it did but that was a cool save line. it to the next one maybe <laughs> yeah good. yeah uh, tm yeah <laughs> that's good man See, he's still he's still pulling for that one line you guys even to the very end yeah, the song's I, been, I, the song's I, I actually think i'd said to change it I mean, we've got a few uh, days before Easter. Yeah, I guess true. we'll see which one that's true. Yeah. we think. Dang. Uh, side note, it's like John Mayer when he was receiving the award for the single Daughters. Do you remember that? Oh. Daughters, we good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was like, this should not have been the single, but thank you. <laughs> oh, my. It should a have been. Dig. Yeah, it should have been this one. Like, He's like still fighting with the video. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. Still trying to get that line in. Oh, that's yeah. That's no, hilarious. Anyway. Well, speaking of, you said Easter, we, we are headed to, mm-hmm. at the time of this recording, Easter is mm-hmm. right right around the corner here for us. Um, anything in particular, you guys are just praying for, I was going to say like the, the national church, but really like the global church at this point. Yeah. So much has affected like the entire world, it seems like. Anything you guys are just praying or thinking or, I don't know, believing for the, for the global church that, that wow. comes to mind. Man, I mean, for the global church, um, that they would honestly be encouraged to the point that, again, regardless of their circumstances, that they could declare the same thing, you know what I mean, and live in that reality, live in the reality of hope, yeah. um, n- not the not the temporal circumstances. Uh, but, man, I'm hoping that people because of the year that we've had, that people that have been on the edge, been on the fence, mm. or that don't know God at all, are deciding to give him a go. Mm. You know, yeah. like this song, I, I don't know if we actually intentionally did it this way, um, but I feel like it's such a great introduction to to somebody who doesn't really right. believe, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Don't be discouraged. My worst mistakes buried in his grave. You're never too far gone. You know, I think the person that doesn't know God, unfortunately, won't always have the greatest view of Christianity or Christians. They could have met a super legalistic Christian or yeah. or the things that make the news are Christians being hateful towards other groups of people yeah. sometimes. And so it's just sad to see that. And unfortunately, a lot of people do not have, they don't know the character of Jesus unfortunately, because of that. So I'm hoping that if they do come into our church and they hear this song, that they'll be like, what? The son of the son of God is standing in my corner? Like mm-hmm. he's for me. I'm never too far gone. Like uh, I don't have to be afraid that there is actually hope 
like that's attainable. He wants it to be attainable for me. Like I'm hoping somebody just walks in that's and cool. sees that's that. Really yeah. 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 Mm. I, I'd say mine's simple. I just think like, man, I hope the, the church doesn't lose the heart of God. Like I think yeah. just going like, you know, love for the lost, love for the least, like mm. just a, an overarching, um, like message of hope that like God, God does want to bring redemption into every corner. And, uh, yeah, I think like that's, that's why we do church on weekends, you know? So I would get up and say like, glad you're here. Like if you're new, yeah. like we want to connect with you because dude, like at the end of the day, like God's heart is for people to experience that life change. And right. I, that's my prayer for the churches that they would just not lose sight of that. Yeah. it's mm-hmm. great. I think, um, yeah, I just say going back to that thing, like, season's been clarifying yeah. what's important. Mm-hmm. And I think we're all in need. The world is in need. Um, and we're more aware of it now than maybe we've ever actually seen. And just for the church to realize we actually have what the world needs. Mm-hmm. And I know Ray always says that, but like, how do we develop that sense of urgency to mm-hmm. go? Like, we're not playing church, but we have this thing yeah, that is right. like quite literally like life or death totally. if people get it or not. And so just to go like, I think that's been the cool thing about COVID too, is just to see the church redefine itself and go like, mm. well, we're on Zoom now. Or, oh, we're back. Oh, wait, we're not back. Yeah. <laughs> and just to go like, whatever it yeah. takes, man, just yeah. to get this message yes. to, to people that that's are right. dying for it. Yeah, that's right. And um, that looks mm. so many different ways. But I, I believe that this has just been so many seeds being sown through yeah. the last year and a half. Right. And I, right. I believe and I'm praying that this is the harvest season for the church. Yeah. You know, that some of that faithfulness on the other side of that is going to be people that are hungry coming in yeah. to receive and we're going to be ready with, with yeah. the gospel. Good, hey. So I'm, good. I'm excited. Yeah. So good. Speaking of what's next. <laughs> so what, yeah, what's on the horizon for Thrive Worship? You guys have catch people up. You have one project that came out 20... 2019. 2019. That feels May. like 10 years ago. It, does. it really does. <laughs> I remember, I mean, we... Yeah stood in the parking lot and counted down on our watches till it was like <laughs> yeah. up on Apple. And right. it was so fun. That feels, I mean, we've lived a lot of life since then, but <laughs> yeah, what's next for our worship? You're right though. That totally feels like a whirlwind, like so long ago. Um, I didn't have a kid then. Like it's You just, didn't like have I'm, a kid. It's just crazy to think about that. Um, <laughs> you slept a lot more. I slept way more. <laughs> yeah. Although these days I'm getting a little bit more sleep. It's great. It's good. Um, it's good. Sleep training, man. It's the thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so after you sleep train your kids, you yeah. definitely could. Um, gosh, so many, so many probably ways to answer this question. Um, I would say, just in the microscope, um, microscope, um, just kind of in the near future, I'll say, is I'm really excited about the uh, just the call that I feel like God's placed on our team to write. Mm. Um, and to be, uh, holding that to a really high standard. Um, I'm also really encouraged by, um, the people that are like actually willing to write with us <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we've got some really exciting, I, I don't, I won't, I won't share them today cause I want to make sure that they're real, but, um, <laughs> we've got some really exciting, uh, you know, kind of marquee writing sessions set up in the next month or two. And, um, but I think the reason why that's exciting for me is is what I was referring to earlier, which is I feel like there's a piece of our team that is just so ready and so hungry to push beyond.
tell a story in a different way. And so um, getting to partner with some people that are like doing that really well right yeah. now um, is really exciting to me. Um, I also see in the future a lot of um, like new collaborations and new relationships for Thrive Worship. Um, and that to me is like really exciting because it is Big C Church. It's yeah. The, the, the point I made earlier about all of these are church songs. We're not super interested as grateful as we are for some of the radio stations that have played our music, um, you know, and, and gotten the message out there. Um, we're, our goal is that the church experiences something that's uh, an encounter with the spirit encounter with God, a warming up to a message of the gospel or the truth. So yeah. really like our, our paradigm is, is church. And so I think being able to do that in a, a more poignant and fresh way. Mm. That's really exciting to me. Mm. Uh, feels like the handcuffs are off right now, yeah. which is really fun. It's mm. fun. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting, you guys have a foot in two worlds, right? I mean, you have a record deal, Thrive Worship's playing projects out, you're getting invites to collaborate, but all of you live the day in, day out leading a campus mm -hmm. team too. Yeah. And what's the set list this weekend and we've got to totally. find volunteers and we've got to update PCO <laughs> and what does rehearsal look like? Like <laughs> we, we watch you do that. We do that together. We've yeah. seen you lead our church so strong and so faithfully. And so it's cool to see you start to find these places where you can share that with other churches and people around the world. So mm -hmm. yeah. How do you feel about like your local campus coming into mm -hmm. these I'm going to call them the reopening days, which <laughs> yeah. thankfully we, our church has been meeting yep. since the summer mm -hmm. and that's been really important. We know there's people that can't come in person. Still, we're going to look to that, but we're, you're leading, you're actively leading our campuses through coming back and being in together to worship. Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's, what's that taking from you leadership wise? And still doing and still lead, yeah, you're yeah. still writing songs and releasing songs right, and right. trying to be creative and do PCO. In a global pandemic. Oh, you can't, you can't say creative and PCO in the same time. <laughs> it felt so wrong. <laughs> I just want you if you're listening, you, if some of you know what PCO is and you're laughing in your car right now, the rest of you in the church world. <laughs> That's true. A yeah. lot of us use planning center online uh -huh. to plan our services. Did you do a little product little placement right Yeah, a little yeah. shout out. Yeah. Yeah. This is like a reverse <laughs> sponsorship by PCO. Yeah. But anyways. I was, uh, I'm not meaning to interrupt. Uh, I was listening, do you guys listen to that Dadville podcast? Oh yeah. Mm. Also Barnes reverse. And, Dave Barnes, we love you. Oh my gosh. I, I'm just, Dave, 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 if you're listening, I will come on that podcast. <laughs> uh, okay. In all reality, uh, we had small group last night. Charmaine and I happen to be in the same small group. And I referenced the Dadville episode and sent it to our whole small group yeah. after. I'm like, I'm not a dad, but this podcast is awesome. That's awesome. Anyways. He was, I, well, now we're, now we're too far. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> too far gone. We were talking yeah, about, yeah. like, PCO is such, like, a, a unique thing for someone. But they were, they were talking about uh, Vinny Caliuto. Uh, in their podcast, and I just remember David just goes for the seven percent of you listening out there right now, yeah. you are cracking up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. So back to all of our non-official sponsorships. Mm -hmm. What leadership skills are? What's being called out of you right now as you guys stand in both those worlds? Yeah. Local church, record deal, thrive worship world. Ooh. Well, I think I'm a bit of an idealist, so. 
forgive me. That's why we love you. I feel like, <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I feel like the idea of, of like sharing music and sharing, especially worship music, uh, you know, it, in theory, it's a, it's an overflow of what's happening in the church. Mm. And so going like, I hope we're writing songs for our church in this, in this time. And, you know, giving the congregation prayers and that are vernacular of what, what we would be singing. And then because of what God's doing here, it's, it's, we're capturing something that he's doing that more people get to jump into. So I think those things go hand in hand. And then I think maybe more specific to your question, it is like this, like gathering time of like, you know, people that have either for, uh, for health reasons or different things, they haven't been physically here. Yeah. Like, Hey, come back. Like we need you in this time. We need what you have to bring to the table. So it's like this, this like literal shepherding of like, yeah. Hey Bob, like we need more bass players. Like (laughs) come on back baby. (laughs) uh, But it's, but it's fun. And so I think, um, getting to do both those things is is pretty Mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, um, I, I don't know, actually, I don't know how I've even survived, um, but I think I know, um, and it's probably because of Peter Burden, and <laughs> he's my co-worship pastor. He's very much. Um, I really admire people that can be um, systems orientated, uh, down in the weeds with details, and love it. Like that, it's <laughs> life giving to them, and at the same time, be creative. Yeah, yeah. like that blows totally. my mind. Whereas I'm very much more on the creative slash relational people side of things um mm-hmm. so I think we work well in that situation because you know nothing sucks the life out of me more than PCO <laughs> um so I'm thankful <laughs> that Peter's there yeah <laughs> and how that's worked for like our church I mean it's I don't know that we've had a grand plan you know I think we've just been kind of um going with the flow and trying to keep up with the government and keep up with the yeah. changes and and I think the ruling the overruling uh, you know line has been can we just err on the side of taking care of our people whatever mm-hmm. that means That's yeah great. you know yeah. Really can we err on the side of how can we serve them and still leave them encouraged and safe and healthy mm-hmm. um, so that has meant f- literally it has changed from week to week you yeah. know practically how that looks um but the heart and the sentiment has been the same so super thankful that we're opening our doors a little more and people can come in and the vaccine is changing how people feel but there's still a ton of people that you know don't feel safe still to come so we're still keeping the online thing going and Mm -hmm. um and trying to serve our congregation as a whole as best we can yeah but uh, you know will that change in a month yeah probably (laughs) and we'll We'll be ready. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and I think too, just like you know, obviously this year has had so many different challenges, and and um, you know, you mentioned Pete, like another key component of this uh, group is Melinda, mm-hmm. and I think like being able to learn from her in this season, and uh, mm-hmm. even have her like uh, Taylor and I wrote with her the other day, and um, just like hearing her heart on like. Hey, how, how can I help like, uh, like just pastor the team with you guys? How can I like help support and like a, a strive for diversity in our team? Like, 
I just think some stuff like that has just been really key. Um, and like God sends the right people at the right time. And I think Melinda, I mean, I'll, I'll say this, I've said it to her face a million times, but I think she's probably the best singer I've ever mm-hmm. come in contact with mm-hmm. that I've ever seen in person. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's also like incredible off the stage. Like she's, yeah. I think she's got like two master's degrees. Like she's <laughs> like a really smart person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so being able to have her as like someone that's, you know, helping, uh, not only, add an amazing dynamic to thrive worship, but then also help our church right now. It's just been really great. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. It's great. So we, uh, are we playing some music or what are we doing? What are we, are we going to do that? Yeah. If you've hung in I, here this long, yeah. you want to hear the song. Yeah, man. <laughs> totally. And I, are they doing it? Are you guys going to do this acapella? Charmaine, <laughs> <laughs> take it away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So we, Pentatonics. yeah, we're going to play the new single. There is a hope from thrive worship drops today how can people find it yep you can uh, a couple different ways actually obviously it's on any streaming platform out there right now if you really want a quick access you can text thrive worship to 56316 or download the Bayside app hey yo awesome thanks for your time you guys So don't be discouraged Oh my heart don't be dismayed When I've lost my way He's still right beside me I'm never too far gone Oh my eyes don't Fix your gaze on all he's done All my worst mistakes are buried in his grace I'm never too far
Church don't stop 